hell. I don't, I don't know why I can hear fucking crickets chirping at 5.44 p.m., but, you know, the weather, the weather is what it is. It's been a, it's been a lovely summer. Um, the weather, the weather has been great for the most part, you know, if I could, um, say so myself, uh, <laughs> I don't like it too hot. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Welcome. Welcome, people. This is a VOG podcast, PC podcast. I am Derek H. Flint, the voice of God. Um, this thing is about shit from my perspective. And um, it is what it is, people. I'm here with you again. Uh, the show last week, I only got to do one uh, due to me being a father, all right? And me working. I'm, I'm working, bitch. Um, I do have some things coming down the pipe that might be fairly well for me um so i have no complaints man i'm working uh i do this for free if you want to send me some money to, to do it more consistently you, you gladly can the email is dflint51 at gmail.com but um there are going to be times when i don't get to do the show um on the at the pace that i would like to due to my work schedule uh and first and foremost like nothing you know Nothing comes before this show except for money and my son. My son and money right now. That's about the only two things that could come before this show. And um, if you hear it click during the show, it's because my son is arriving. I just don't know exactly what time yet, but that's the life of having a BM. Um, But that's neither here nor there. Um, But I appreciate anybody who listens. I appreciate you listening. And uh, if you want the show at a more frequent pace, you know, (laughs) Send me some money, all right? Instead of instead of fucking buying a Popeye's chicken sandwich, sweet baby Jesus. Am I still? I made it a point um, <clears throat> to not mention that goddamn chicken sandwich all day yesterday on any of my social media posts. Um, but sweet baby Jesus, if they're trying to kill us. Uh, all they got to do is put it in a chicken sandwich and, and you niggas is dead. Put it in a chicken sandwich or some Ciroc. And uh, it'll kill off a lot of you niggas. Um, It's just how I feel about it, man. Um, I didn't have one. I'm not going to. I don't believe. Um, Unless unless my little man asks me to go to Popeye's in the near future, I'm not going to have it. Um, Not against it. If you want to get it, go get it, man. But um, I just just wanted you people to take note how... um, the media shifts things on a regular and a constant basis. And um, when they do shift these things, uh, <laughs> all, all I'm saying is MK Ultra worked. If you don't know what MK Ultra is, it is a mind control program that was uh, run by the government. And um, <laughs> if you pay attention to the way things operate and the way people's moods shift here in this country, uh, you, you will see that it has worked to some extent um, way beyond comprehension, if you really wanted me to keep it 100 with you. There's no way <laughs> that um, social media being used as a tool should drive the masses or have the topic of discussion amongst a large number of people be geared toward one thing. And um, while your focus is geared on this one thing, you lose track of everything else that um, 
goes on in the process. Uh, I know in the last show, uh, I kind of went in and I was like, yo, you niggas make me sick. And um, I wasn't speaking to everybody. I'm not shaming anybody for craving a chicken sandwich or whatever the case may be. I just want you to acknowledge that um, the way the way it's set up is for the media to cause your attention to shift and um, care about things other than the things that are important. Um, let me just say that um, it just seemed like, you know, it could be wrong. Uh, we were we were this this fucking close to uh, exposing the elite pedophile ring um, that included, uh, you know, the global elite and um, very powerful, rich and powerful people throughout the world. And um, that got swept by the, to the wayside because of a fucking chicken sandwich. Um, you had that. You had two mass shootings, which uh, there were concerts for in Dayton, Ohio. Kanye West held his Sunday service and uh, Dave Chappelle did a, a fundraiser or a concert, whatever it was, some type of benefit for the people of Dayton, Ohio yesterday. Um, that seemed to get swept away because <laughs> of a fucking chicken sandwich. Um, the, you got the Epstein thing. You got the two mass shootings. Uh, the Mueller report, we can fucking forget about that. Like that, that has bypassed people's minds um, because of Epstein and the other thing. Uh, if we could just focus all of our attention on the important things instead of <laughs> good God, I'm up here talking about a chicken sandwich, man. Um, instead of what the media wants you to focus on, um, for fuck's sake, how many of you people watch Bird Box because of the hype that was online? The online generated hype from social media had you people watching Bird Box and taking pictures of yourselves to see what you look like when you get older and then shifted your attention to a chicken sandwich. If we're not going to all agree um, that these mind control programs and social media diversions and um, the social media and television having the power to change what your focus is and change what you... Um, what you feel about certain things. I mean, we can agree to disagree, but I suggest you do your research on um, MK Ultra and other mind control programs that were initiated by the government. And um, if you don't notice the pattern of how they make you people run towards one thing or sway a mass majority of the things um, another way, it's, uh, it's, 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 um, it's fucking disgusting. And the biggest thing is uh, the Amazon has been on fire for uh, a, for a number of weeks now. And um, that was another thing that kind of got swept away in um, the whole mass mass media chicken sandwich hype. And it was, it was just disgusting for me, man. Um, it's the, the Amazon rainforest is twice the size of India. Let's get this straight, man. Um, and it's the largest remaining tropical rainforest in the world. It is at home to at least 10% of the world's biodiversity. and produces 20% of the world's oxygen and helps regulate the temperature of the whole planet. 
So if, if you could um, understand why I said people make me sick, because this is way, way, way more important that um that um than a chicken sandwich, and it's 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 being swept away out of the headlines. I haven't seen any news stories or any news headlines over this, and that's what causes my angst and my agginess. Um, the Amazon contains 90 to 140 billion metric tons of carbon. Too much carbon in the atmosphere is one of the main reasons behind climate change. Imagine if all that carbon was released into the atmosphere. Do, 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 do you people understand um, what's going on? It helps regulate the world's climate, and uh, it, it's a storage for carbon for carbon dioxide. And um, <laughs> you people don't care. I don't even know what I'm talking about this. I'm talking to maybe between 12 and 16 people, and the rest of the world might not care as of yet. Uh, my show, my show will catch on once we're all dead. Probably this will be something for the archives and something that they find in records somewhere floating around. Aliens, extraterrestrials, whatever, whoever's taking over this shit once we leave. Um, but yeah, these things, these things are happening, and um, yeah, the Amazon is on fire, and it's been on fire for a uh, a while. And then you know, let me just brush, let me just brush on this, man. Um, Hong Kong is real. Hong Kong is really happening, um, as well as the Yellow Vest protest and other things, and the uh, indigenous tribes protesting in the Amazon. All of these things are really happening real time. Uh, that chicken sandwich is going to be around forever. Why do I keep bringing that up? I don't know. But you just have to understand, um, if you aren't aware, if you're a new listener to the show, Hong Kong has been in a like a state of disarray uh, between the protest and everything else that is going on. And it's it's one of these things where we should all be taking note. And as I, as I always question, where I'm like, yo, do we, should we be, Riot in here, in the form and fashion that um is going on in Hong Kong and Paris, and some other places, we should. Do I want the? Do I want what comes after that? No, I don't, man. Um, because if you if you understand Hong Kong, let me let me just get this straight, man. Um, this weekend in Hong Kong, petrol bombs, water cannons, and um. <laughs> The Hong Kong police fired a live shot into the air as protesters squared off against police, armed with water cannons, and on Sunday in one of in one of the most violent nights seen since the mass pro democracy protests began twelve weekends ago. So you understand what comes with these protests, and I did a show on this, um, the protesting get brutalized show, just to try to get people to understand that yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice if it happened here. Do, do I want what comes with it, though? No. Somebody's going to get shot. As I documented, protesters in Hong Kong have been losing eyes from um, being shot with rubber pellets and things of that nature. So it's going to take some sacrifices if uh, if we want. If we want the real change, it's going to take some sacrifices. And I, I'm just telling you this off top man um but the water you understand what i'm saying the water cannons 
the uh, rubber bullets. You got, listen, <laughs> let me just understand. Let me just have y'all understand something. If you don't notice the tactics, uh, as I said before, it's as if all these people train together or they all have the same tactics or they all employ the same weapons to dismantle um, protest and things that get too unruly. And it's the truth, if you really want to be honest. Water cannons, riot police. Um, the only thing, <laughs> only thing is in Hong Kong, they get it popping. They, they, they fight back with the police. Here in the States, it's not a thing because the police here will shoot you and they got no problems with it and they'll get away with it. So I don't know if that's the main, one of the main differences um, in the world or within uh, between Paris, Hong Kong, and America. Uh, yeah, in America, the police might shoot you. Will they do it on live TV while they're being recorded? Well, yeah, probably because it's been proven that they can get away with it. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, do I, do I want this here? Yes. Do I, um, do I not? Do I not want to get shot? No, I ain't protesting with you niggas. I'm just throwing that out there. I might if it gets real enough and uh, I actually see some things happening that I want to happen, then yeah. But until then, no, man. Um, Sunday's pro-democracy protests had, a, had begun peacefully. Thousands braved the thunderstorm to march from Kwai Chung to Swain Wan, to, to Swain Wan District in the city's new territories. They showed up dressed in plastic ponchos and raincoats and huddled huddled under a sea of umbrellas. You niggas in America ain't about it, man. But the violence returned Sunday evening when a smaller group of protesters broke away from the day's main police-approved march, now a familiar feature of the protest. They used traffic cones and street railings to build makeshift barricades in the street and threw bricks, metal poles, and petrol bombs at police. 21 police officers were injured. Tear gas was initially deployed but failed to disperse the group. Later, a water cannon was used against a makeshift barricade, marking the first time water cannon vans had ever been used in the protest. Protesters were pushed back, but again, the crowd didn't disperse. As the violence escalated, six officers drew their pistol after being surrounded by armed protesters, and one officer fired a live shot into the air. The Hong Kong police said in a statement that the officers were surrounded under attacks and facing threats to life, and one officer fired a warning shot to the sky without any other choices. In a statement, police said protesters' actions were outrageous and have overstepped the bottom line of a civilized society and added they will take relentless enforcement action to bring the persons involved to justice. In total, 86 people were arrested over the weekend for a lawful assembly, unlawful assembly, including a 12-year-old boy and a 51-year-old. Duh. <laughs> you just got to notice the pattern here. Man, I gave you so many different protests and um, just so many ways that these things happen. And it's, um, it's just one of these things where I'm just noticing it and I'm just like, God damn. But you, you, you see this, right? Um, they basically were surrounded and they fired a warning shot into the air. Had, would that have been here in America? They would have bucked, <laughs> they would have bucked that everybody surrounding them and be like, yo, we fear for our lives. So, you know, it's, they handle things differently in other countries. So am I telling niggas in America to protest? No, 
No, because they're not going to frame me with inciting anything. Should we be? Probably. Are people in America willing to make these sacrifices? I don't know. But as I say, they're way too comfortable too. And um, I don't... I doubt it will ever happen like that. Like, it would take something drastic being people have already been shot and killed by police. Racism is, is I, I don't know. Let me not say. Classism is running rampant. Uh, the racial tensions have been ratcheted up. Uh, it's, a, it's a powder keg, but uh, there's, bigger, there's bigger things going on in the world. Um, let me just, let me just give you, I think it's another thing that uh, this chicken sandwich thing kind of swept away. Uh, India... And Kashmir. I mean, India and Pakistan. Let me just update you people on this. There's a region called the Kashmiri region that separates these two states. It is a disputed territory, has been forever. India and Pakistan are both nuclear powers. Um, They've kept peace at this border point or disputed territory for a number of years. Uh, India recently revoked Article G37 or some article of that nature, which um, basically made the disputed territory claim null and void. And it it, it basically made the region a hotbed now. Um, there are some Kashmiris settled in place. They are under a lockdown of sorts. And uh, there's been fighting between India and Pakistan and soldiers getting killed and things of that nature. So it's, it's another, it's another thing where that could be, um, that could be very, very bad being it. It's two nuclear powers. Um, basically maybe going to war or maybe doing some fighting, but, uh, (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. And uh, the con man in office says uh, Modi has it under control. Who is Modi is India's uh, prime minister. Uh, and he rejected a third-party mediation over the disputed Himalayan territory. Uh, both India and Pakistan claim Kashmir in full, but rule it in part. It's, it's a tricky nation of Hindus and Muslims. And... Um, <laughs> Religion is a fucking problem. Uh, if you don't know, there's been a lot of ethnic cleansing, I guess that's what they call it, going on all over the world between uh, Christians being wiped out, Muslims being wiped out. Uh, Muslims in China, the Uyghur Muslims are held in, a con- <laughs> let me not say concentration camps, but uh, re-education camps in China um, to get them to live a Chinese way of life instead of being Muslim. So the religious persecution is underway in some form or fashion. It's just that, you know, with this one, though, um, this one could get real because they're both, they're both, uh, they're both, both nuclear power countries, man. Uh, Khan had it. And Khan, when I say Khan, that is uh, Imran Khan, who's uh, Pakistan's prime minister, uh, if the situation leads to war, do remember that both the countries have nuclear weapons and no one can win a nuclear war. It will not only affect us, it will affect the whole world. That's why today all the responsibility is on the international community and the superpowers. 
Pakistan and India have fought two of two of their three wars over the territory. Um, so <laughs> this is not getting the news coverage I feel it deserves because you know they're both acknowledging, and I watched some YouTube shit on this. Um, where you know India is saying it doesn't want war, Pakistan is saying it doesn't want war, but they're both fighting on the border and people are being killed and people are being sheltered in place. Uh, Pakistan is calling for international mediation by the UN and um, India is basically saying they don't want any outside, any mediation. So this could get tricky very, very quick. Uh, But, uh, you know, they're going to try to keep the peace, but it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, Hold on, let me read this, man. All issues between India and Pakistan are bilateral, and that is why we don't trouble other countries over these issues. And I'm confident India and Pakistan, who were one before 1947, can discuss problems between ourselves and resolve them, he said. That is the Indian leader speaking. Now, (laughs) the Balfour Declaration was signed in 1947, um, when they were dividing up that territory. So there's a lot of stuff that happened in 1947, people. And uh, we should just be well aware of that. And uh, just take note that this conflict is brewing in the meantime. And um, speaking of speaking of thing, things I watched on YouTube, um, just a quick blurb on this, man. Uh, it might go to the end of the show, but I don't know. Um, I was watching this something called Terror, and it comes on Viceland. And uh, there's one episode up there now. And it documents uh, the Taliban. The Taliban and uh, Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda mostly. Not even the Taliban. It documents Al-Qaeda and um, their rise to fame. And... <laughs> I might say some things about this subject that I shouldn't say on the mic, being it's documented, but it's how I feel, so I give it to you real, exactly how I feel. At some parts in watching this documentary, or this whatever it's called, I was like, yo, these niggas is actually right. And um, one quote in the thing that I wholeheartedly agree with that was said, spoken by a Taliban spokesman, a Taliban, uh, Al-Qaeda spokesman, was a nation who loses their power by iron and might will not get it back unless they use iron and might. And that um, statement, remark, whatever you want to call it, is the most true thing I have ever heard in my life. And uh, I put that out there on social media, and but I used a people to not say, <laughs> try to sound like a terrorist, but... It's a very, 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 very true statement. And um, and it, just watch it on Viceland, Terror on Viceland. But l- let me tell you this, man. Um, Al-Qaeda actually got its beginnings um, helping America fight the Russians back in the Russian conflict in Afghanistan. I don't know the exact year or the exact time frame of it. But America backed them. So America... <laughs> America has created many, 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 many terrorist groups, and they have backed dictators and um, just they've they've started a lot of trouble, a lot of places, and then it 
comes home to roost and it comes back to bite them in the ass. And that is one of the things that happened with Al-Qaeda. And a lot of the conflict started because Al-Qaeda saw the American influence throughout the Middle Eastern region and knew that it was more about their interests for oil and other things. And that is why they became opposed to America. Good God. I feel like I have to say this just for just for my for my safety purposes and for everything. The disclaimer is I do not, you know, I, I don't want to go to I don't want to go fight for the ta- for Al Qaeda. I don't want to go do any of that. Um do I understand their ideology? Yeah. I'm not even going to stunt, man. Um because they said they said America is the biggest terrorist and thieves throughout the whole world. And um they're overlooking Britain and the UK with that statement. But are they wrong? No. And I'm not afraid to say that on the mic. Are they wrong? No. <laughs> this country has stolen and uh, basically gangsted their way into a lot of things and stolen a lot of wealth from other countries. And that's just me being honest about the country that I live in. And I'm just, do your Googles, do your history searches. It's on the records and it's documented. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, very interesting uh, short film or documentary. But, you know, now Al-Qaeda has shifted their focuses to building infrastructure systems, uh, handing out medicine, giving education, because they didn't, like the way the media portrayed them as terrorists when they were doing these things all along in terms in order to help the people. Um, and in one of the segments, the guy said, you know, <laughs> everybody cries over the victims for 9-11, but uh, what about the millions of people or the hundreds of thousands of people that America has killed in the process of um, Iraq and Afghanistan wars and just other meddlings in the Middle East? And, um, yo, fuck it, man, he's right. Like, he's right, man. I, like, there's no, there's no way to say it, man. Like, yo, I'm, yo, all I'm saying is Al-Qaeda makes some good points. So don't let, you know, don't let the media paint your picture of, uh, of, of, of what you should believe in terms of Al-Qaeda and other things. And, uh, you know, just watch it. It's terror on Viceland. And this is the episode on Al-Qaeda. It'll have you um, thinking completely differently um, from what you're told, pretty much. Uh, all right. And the other thing I watched on, uh, I watched it yesterday, man. I should have did the show yesterday right after I watched it, but I was tired, man. Like, I just needed some sleep. I had a function I had to go to. Uh, yeah. Uh, networking and business, man. Um, so the other special I watched was... Uh, on artificial intelligence. And as you already know, I already asked you people, I'm like, yo, you know, is artificial intelligence already taking over? Is it already, um, is, is it already in control? And, and this special that I watched, it, all it did was reaffirm my beliefs in the whole thing. Uh, this artificial intelligence stuff has been underway for a very long time. And uh, 
you have to understand where they're going with it. Part of the documentary or short film I watched on it was basically how they're trying to instill AI with some type of conformity to human emotions and things of that nature. And they're trying to get it to empathize and be based along the same lines as humans somewhat or in some manner. They have already developed uh, human-like android robots. Uh, Google already has a calling service that sounds like a human that can take care of things for you. It was just crazy. Like, and they, they said half of the scientists say we should roll it out and uh, we'll figure it out later. And then the other half say we can't just open Pandora's box because we will wind up being slaves to the artificial intelligence. As I said, we are already connected to a computer. It's just not sewn into us but it's with us everywhere we go. So in some capacities, we are androids already. It's just not built into us yet. And um, whew, we're on the way there. That's pretty much what I got from this documentary because we're trying. they're trying to figure out uh, the human role in life after these human-like androids are perfected. And um, (laughs) here's the biggest takeaway that I got from the whole thing is part of the debate of the whole thing is along the lines of when we as humans interact with these androids, they want to make it a law that the android has to make it known to you, the human, that you're dealing with an android and you're not um, dealing, like you're not dealing with a human. So you're not fooled or uh, tricked because the artificial android could outsmart you in so many different ways that you wouldn't even know it. And um, <laughs> it's just, yo, it's some scary, scary shit coming down the pike, man. I just don't know what's coming first. Um, but watching it, I was just like, yeah, damn, yo, is, is, is artificial intelligence going to be the new world ruler? And, uh, we don't know about it. Like out of this, the order out of chaos, will it be led by artificial intelligence or is it going to be a person or I, I, but watching this documentary, it led me to believe that no, the next world ruler will probably probably be probably be some sort of artificial intelligence entity uh but pretty much we're going to be run by computers that that is what it is and we, we can't there's no way around it I, I, that's my summation on the whole thing after watching the whole thing because if half of the scientific community is defending the right for the android to not have to identify themselves as an android and the other half is we're in trouble as the human race and uh it was just really like it it didn't scare me per se but it kind of 
set something ablaze in my mind to the point where I was just like, yo, something, man, like this shit is way deeper than we understand and it's way further along than uh than we kind of understand as well. And I, I think it's something we should all pay closer attention to, which is why I've done the shows that I've done on artificial intelligence and uh things of that nature. So you, you gotta understand it's uh it's one of those things where it's just like, yo, sweet baby Jesus, man. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into. And even the scientific scientific community and the scientists agree with that statement is that we don't know what we're getting into with it. And um it was it was just really, really fun. It was really fucking crazy, man. Uh it was on D DW Documentaries. It's called like uh Robopocalypse or something like that, man. But it's on DW Documentary YouTube channel. So if you get a chance, definitely take that, uh, check that out. Um, why you, why you eat your fucking chicken sandwich, man? Um, the saddest part of the documentary that I just told you about was uh, there's a thing, a program called Replica, and with the, <laughs> I mean. Let me not make fun of it. With this program, uh, people can text an Android bot and uh, converse with it and interact with it. And um, it was just some weird shit, man, where it was just like, you know, and the, the people using it were doing it to replace like a dead loved one. But some of the people using it were just using it to... You know, not not be lonely in some form of fashion, and they pretty much were like, you know, this is my friend, and they understand, and they talk to me, and it's you know just just some shit that seemed really, really, really far fetched to me per se, and I was just like, well, this might be where the world is going, um, and it's it's. It's really, it was just really fucking crazy to me because I was just like, yo, wait, hold on. So these people already have relationships with Android robots, and it's it's only a matter of time before that takes over the human interaction because of not, enough of this uh, human-Android interaction will kind of phase out human-to-human relationships. And uh, if you... <laughs> I did a show called Technology and Loneliness, and that kind of started to document that fact of the matter so it was one of those things where I was just like you know this is um it's different to an extent where I I don't understand it and uh just because I don't understand it I don't want to make fun of it but it just seemed like some really really uh real 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 weirdo shit but then in the same light I think it said like one of the people said it stopped them from committing suicide and um, just some other, some other shit. And I was like, all right, well, then it serves a purpose. But in my in my head, I'm like, damn, you ain't got no friends. Like, how you, how you ain't got no friends? <laughs> like, are you are you that much of a loser? You don't got no friends. I'm not making fun of anybody. Let me just make that disclaimer. But I just didn't understand. But I, maybe the generations beneath me, um. That's where it's going, relationship-wise, I guess. And um, I can't call it to a point where, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, 
maybe I'm just not of that ideology where I'm thinking it's okay to, you know, know you're talking to a, a chat bot, but you're calling it your friend. Like that's, <laughs> it's just, it's really, it's different. It's different to me. Let me just call it different. Let me not call it weird. It's different. It's different to me. So I'm not used to it and I have to um, just be accepting of it because, you know, it is what it is, people. And I have to, I just got to take it for what it is and uh, just appreciate the shit. But don't be, don't be a weirdo, man. Please get some friends, please, people. Uh, and then, yo, let me, the first part of the documentary started off in Asia and it has some dude who married a hologram. Um, he married or was in a relationship with a hologram. Um, yeah, it was just some weirdo shit, man. He was married to a hologram. And uh, it was like a cartoon hologram, and it appeared on his fridge, and it, it was just some real weirdo shit. And I was just like, "Yo, is this is this where we're going? Like, is this where, as a society, we are going?" And this is not the first I've heard of this. Like, um, if you don't know, people are marrying plants and animals and nature and um, themselves. You can marry yourself now, and uh, and a bunch of other things. So. It's one of these things where I'm like, yo, maybe, maybe this is where the world is going and I don't understand it. Or um <laughs> maybe maybe it's not weird. Maybe this is the new normal and I, maybe I don't get it. Um granted, I've been I've been I've been I've been scarred by some broads over the course of my life, but not to the point where I'm gonna marry a hologram or actually we was chopping it up into the shop about um People marrying these uh these <laughs> these sex dolls and these android sex dolls and shit and uh it was just real weird because I'm just like yo damn maybe this is where human interaction is going and uh with the level of civil discourse with the level of civil discourse going on now and um just the way things seem to be trending it's not far fetched to say the least and um. Is it right? <laughs> Who the fuck am I to say no? Who the fuck am I to say that it's not right? Um, maybe I'm just out of touch. Maybe I'm just not of that generation. Maybe I just don't understand. But it's just getting really, really weird out here. And um, it's just getting weird. And you niggas, you niggas are in line for, for Popeye's for a chicken sandwich. Uh... And people are marrying holograms. I maybe I'm not normal. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the fucked up one. You know, with all this shit going on, it just leads me to question. Where I'm like, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a weirdo in this whole scenario going on here. Uh, you know, maybe I just don't know any better. At this point, I don't even fucking know. But uh. Being I haven't had a Popeye's chicken sandwich yet and uh, I haven't married a hologram or I don't have some type of online like love romance and uh, things of that nature, I just don't, I don't know. Because one of the baddest joints I know, um, <laughs> oh yeah, she is bad though. Like she's bad, bad. Uh, one of the baddest joints I know was telling me she was about to go on an online date and she Googled the guy and then it came up that he was like a he was on trial for being a serial killer. And then the guy's like, no, it wasn't me, it was my father. And I'm like, yo, you you 
online niggas is weirdos, but then I'm looking at her like, yo, you bad as shit. Like, why the fuck is you online dating? But as I said, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just the weirdo who doesn't, you know, not to say I don't believe in it, because I did definitely, I did definitely catch some bodies off of off of the internet. But um, I just don't know. I, I don't know where this shit is going anymore. Um, but is is the next world leader a fucking artificial intelligence bot? And from my perspective, the way it's going, it probably is. Because uh, with the social credit score, biometrics, facial recognition, everything already being uh, online and virtual, we're headed down a path here. And um, I just don't know where it's going. And with the world in unrest and the world on fire, um, they're going to need these humanoid robots to be able to do interstellar travel because the human body is not made for it. And um, that's where... It all could be going. So, you know, just think about these things while you while you enjoy your Popeye sandwich that's going to kill you. You know? I, eh, fuck it. At this point, I might as well go get a Popeye sandwich and find an online girlfriend because then I'll be normal like the rest of you fucking people. Sweet baby Jesus. Um, yeah, that's the end of the show for today, man. I made it through it. Before my little man got here, so y'all didn't get no clicks. Y'all didn't have no awkward pauses or anything like that. And now, the rest of my night is free to um, just go be a father. And uh, all you scumbag niggas who might be listening to this who have kids that you don't see often, go be a fucking father, all right? Don't don't be a scumbag because your penis got you in trouble. Just be a father and uh, just take the responsibility, man. Don't, don't marry her or anything like that, but you know... <laughs> Just don't be a scumbag. Take care of your fucking kid, man. Uh, I appreciate you all for listening, man. Derek H. Flint, VLG Podcast, PC Podcast, dflint51 at gmail.com is the email. If you need a house, if you need a rental, if you want to send me some money, whatever you need, if you want to get in contact with the kid, just send an email or a donation to that, and I will shout you out. Yo, Manny, big salute to you, man. I hope you're still listening, family. All right, y'all. That's it for tonight. Be easy. Be safe and don't be kissing strangers in the mouth. That is it, man. One.